Brian, welcome today. Welcome to Yes and Amen Youth Church with Pastor Derek and Derek Fletcher and Iyani Fletcher. Welcome on today as we get prepared. Enjoy the music as we get things plugged in and ready to go.
God bless. Welcome back, everyone. <clears throat> we don't own the rights to the music. Amen. Let's go ahead and let's get started. So today we have a great lesson. And it's talking about Jesus on the other side. Amen. And so on the other side, Jesus uh, laid hands on the sick. On the other side, he uh, let demonic oppressed people receive deliverance on the other side. Amen. So keep that in mind on today. All right. Uh, Yanni Fletcher, uh, could you unmute and pray uh, at this time? Lord, thank you for waking us up today. And Lord, we appreciate every single thing that you do for us and everything that you will do for us. And Lord, we just want to let you know how much we appreciate you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Amen. All right. And so Jesus, uh, so we want you to understand and appreciate the themes of the gospel, the underappreciated themes of the gospel. And so the gospels are the good news. And they are the actions that Jesus did and showed and shared. And so on the other side in the gospel of Mark, that's what we'll mainly be talking about today. And so we want to encourage you to find the other side in your world and live accordingly. And that means finding those that are dealing with struggles, dealing with things, and you witness and you share the good news of Jesus Christ. Mostly that's what it means. Um, so Jesus knowing, Jesus and caring, right? As believers, we must, we must always be caring, show concern, and willing to pray for others and offer up the help of Jesus. Okay, so here's our memory verse in Mark 4 and 35. Woo! So Mark 4 and 35 says, Jesus calms the storm. That day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side again. Mark 4 and 35, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Again, Mark 4 and 35, that day when, when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. All right, so everybody on mute. And repeat after me, Mark 4 and 35. Mark 4 and 35. That day when evening came, 
That day that when day evening came, came, he said to his disciples, he said to, he his, said disciples, to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Let, let us go, go over, over to the other, to the other side. side. Okay. All right, so this is like a group activity. I'm just gonna push this here and pause it. And you can pause it and you can read it and go into it. So if you have a, a younger sibling, if you have more than three siblings, if you have if you never been in another country, if you've never missed a day of school, if you didn't eat from any uh didn't eat any breakfast today. Okay. All right, so let's get started. So so Jesus spent a lot of time going from village to village and even region to region. But he spent a good bit of his time around the Sea of Galilee. While his travels on the sea is mentioned in every gospel, Mark spends the most time mentioning Jesus' uh, Jesus's crisscross, uh, crisscrossing of the body of water. This is a hint for us that Mark is trying to tell us something very specific. Amen. And so let's let's go in and take a look. It says split the class into two, uh, into uh, four groups. And so we're not going to do that. We're just going to go through the lesson. So what happens when Jesus goes to the other side of the sea? What happens? I mean, I kind of mentioned that someone gets delivered, someone gets healed, someone gets set free, right? And so let's take a look here. All right, so we, we're going to go through each one of the, so we have some scriptures to kind of cover. Since we're the group of one, i.e. of four. And so we've already read Mark 35, four and 35. And it says again, that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. Okay, so, all right, so we're going to have here, um, so there's nine verses here. Well, more than nine, it's, it's nine apiece. So, um, Derek, you're going to read uh, up to verse eight. And then Yanni, you're going to read, uh, no, up to nine, Derek, you'll read verse one through nine. And Yanni, you're going to read verse 10 through 18. All right. And so Jesus restores a uh, demon possessed man. All right. Are you ready, Derek? Unmute your mic. Yes. <clears throat> they went across the lake to the region of the 
Garrisons. Garrisons. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and one and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain, for he had often been chained hand and foot. But he'd been chained hand and foot. Okay, a little bit louder. Speak up a little bit louder. But he tore the chains apart and in the... And broke? Oh, sorry. And broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day among tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell on his knees in front of him. He okay, a little shouted, bit louder. Give it a little bit more volume. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the might of the most high God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus set, had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion. 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 Is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send them out of the area. A large herd of pigs feeding on the nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, send us among the pigs. Allow us to go into them. He gave them permission and the impure spirits came out and went into the pigs. The herd and 2,000 in number rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it, the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. Okay, those who had seen it told the people what had happened. So go up a line. Oh, those who had seen it told the people what happened to the demon-possessed man and told about the pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon possessed beg him to go with him beg to go with him okay all right so so in this case of scripture uh, we have a man that has many demons in him 
he couldn't be chained. He couldn't be bound. He would break the chains on his feet, the irons on his feet. And when he saw Jesus, uh, the demons in him spoke out, right? And it says, hey, you know, don't, don't, uh, don't, don't bother us. And the demons asked, hey, put us in that large herd of pigs. And so he did. And so the man got delivered and set free. And then uh, the pigs ran down the hill and, and into the water and drowned. And then the people were like, hey, you need to leave our region, right? Okay, so um, Derek, take question number one. What did Jesus do when he got to the other side of the lake? All right, speak up. What did Jesus do when he got to the other side of the lake? What did he do? He uh, went out to a man. He did what? Speak up. He went out to a man. Okay. Named... So Jesus did what? Healed him. Healed who? The, the man. Which man? Legion. The man that had the he legion did... of demons in him, right? Yeah. Okay, Yanni, is there anything you noticed about the people who were on the other side of the lake? What did you notice about them? I didn't really notice anything, but the... Okay. Well, everyone avoided him because they didn't want the demons to jump into them. Yeah, they they didn't want to deal with it, right? They also thought he was crazy. They ignored him. They didn't want to have anything to do with that guy, right? Right. Correct. Yeah, nothing at all. Nothing, nothing at all. Okay, so here we're going to read Mark 5, 21 through 41. And so you guys are going to read about 10, roughly about 10 apiece. Uh, let's see. All right, so I'm going to read the first two verses. And then, Derek, you're going to read. 23 to uh to 32 and then yanni you'll read 32 well we'll we'll do it this way you'll read 23 derek to 33 and then yanni you'll read 34 to 42 what about that i'll i'll read the okay. first two verses here Mark 5, 21 through 43. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then 
one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. All right, Derek. He he 23, read, read up, read out. Volume. Okay, are you muted? We can't hear you. Huh? He pleaded. He pleaded. He pleaded earnestly with him, my little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed and pressed around him. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought if I just touched his cloak, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered, and yet you can ask who touched me. Jesus. But Jesus, I'm going Go to 20, I'm sorry. I'm going to 33, Yanni. Then you can read 34. But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet. And trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith was he has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus has was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus. J. Iris. J. Iris, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why brother the teacher anymore? Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, don't be afraid, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the house of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, why all the commotion and wailing? 
The child is not dead, but sleep, asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with him and went in there. The child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talatha Kohim, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. Okay, so we see here now Jesus uh, is being approached by Jairus, who is the synagogue leader. And he says, my daughter is about to die. And so there's many people around. And as they were making their way through the crowd, there was a woman who had an issue of blood for 12 years. And she had spent out her money. The doctors had uh, um, taken money from her and all kind of people. She made her way through the crowd and touched the hem of Jesus' garment. And straightway, Jesus felt that virtue had left him. He says, hey, who touched me? Nobody said anything. Then the lady says, hey, master, it was me. And what did he tell her? He said, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. And then Jesus uh, went and he kept going towards Jairus' house. And he had three of his disciples with him, Peter, James, and John, right? And so everyone was crying and, and Jesus was like, hey, what's going on? What's happening? He says, hey, Jairus' daughter is dead. And what did he say? He says, no, she's just sleeping, right? And then he said, uh, Talathia Kamum. Right? Kaum, Kaum, Talatia Kaum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. And what happened? She got up like right away and she was what? She was 12 years old. And everyone was astonished. And what did Jesus say? He, he gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to what? Give the girls something to eat all right so so this is happening on the other side okay yanni what did jesus do when he got to the other side of the lake Can you i believe scroll? we already discussed that question huh didn't we already discuss that question? no but it was for a different scripture Okay, so he healed the sick girl. He healed, all right, he heals a sick woman and he raises the girl from the dead, right? So it's the same question, Derek. 
but it was this one is referenced in the scripture we just read. So, Derek, number two, is there anything you notice about the people who are on the other side of the lake, Derek? Well, from what the story sounds like, it seems like they are really um, fond of Jesus. Okay. So they are, they are what? They are untouchable people. They are people who are not Jewish and right uh, because Jews, they don't eat pork. And so in, in the other scripture, right, there were pig farmers and the demons went into the pig farmers, right? Correct. And so here, um, they were often outsiders, right? Those who were ignored, Gentiles and untouchables in some way. Now, the lady with the issue of blood, she had been spent out, her money taken, and, and no cure in sight. Um, now, Jairus, he was a synagogue leader. So he was a Jew. And so he came to Jesus, right? And so, but yeah. on the other side, most of the people were outcasts, outsiders, people that were ignored by others right? Gentiles are untouchable in some way, okay? Yes. Okay, let's look at Mark 6, 53 and 56. Okay, Derek, read the first two verses, and then Yanni, you read the second two verses of Mark chapter 6. When they had crossed over, they landed at Genesaret. 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 Okay, read that over and read out loud so people can hear you. When they had crossed over, they landed at Genesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, People recognize Jesus. Okay, Yanni. They ran throughout the whole region and carried the sick on mats to mats. mats to wherever they heard he was. And wherever he went into villages, towns, or countryside. They placed the sick in the marketplace. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak, and they who touched it were healed. Okay, okay, so so Jesus went across over again, and so he was in the land of, what's the name of that land, Derek? Gennesaret? Right, yes. they anchored there. All right. And so as they got out of the boat, people recognized and says, Hey, that's Jesus. Hey, that's the guy who's healing people. That's the guy who raised Jairus's daughter from the dead, right? And so they ran throughout the whole region and they carried sick people on mats, right? To wherever they heard he was gonna be. 
right? And so wherever he went into the villages, towns, and countrysides, the sick people were placed there in the marketplaces, right? And so they begged him, they begged him, amen, to touch the edge of his cloak, right? Like the lady that had the issue of blood. And all who touched it were healed. How's that for a miracle? Amen. How is that? Amen. Glory to God. And so, Derek, what did Jesus do when he got to the other side of the lake? It's the same question, but a different context of scripture. So what did he do, Derek? He healed. He healed. Except Jesus heals many people. Okay, Yanni, is there anything you notice about the people who are on the other side of the lake, Yanni? Well, it's almost the, the same, had... huh? Wait, didn't we already answer that question? Same it's question, same. different text of scripture. So the people were sick and overlooked or ignored by others, right? Right, Correct. so then they had to go to Jesus. Okay, same question, different context of scripture, right? Okay, so I'll read this one scripture, Mark 8 and 13. Then he left them, got back into the boat and crossed to the other side. All right, and so Mark... 22 through 26. One, two, three, four, five. All right, I'll I'll read that first verse. And then Derek, you read 23 and 24. And Yanni, you read 25 and 26. Right? Mark 8, he says, they came to Bethesda. And some people brought a blind man and begged Jesus to touch him. All right, Derek. <clears throat> he took the blind man by the hand and led him outside the village. When he had spit on the man's eyes and put his hands on him, Jesus asked, do you see anything? <clears throat> he looked up and said, I see people. They look like trees walking around. Okay, Yanni. They once more, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes. Then his eyes were open. His sight was restored and he saw everything clearly. Jesus sent him home saying, don't even go into the village. Okay. So here he heals a blind man. He takes a blind man outside of the village. Then he spits on his eyes and puts his hands on him. Right? And so Correct. Jesus says, hey. He says, hey. He looked up and said, I see, he said, do you see anything? He said, I, I, I see people. 
They look like trees, right, around me. And so once more, Jesus puts his hands on his eyes, right? And then he opens them, right? And he says, hey, his sight was restored. Now his sight is clear. And Jesus sent him saying, says, don't tell, don't even go into the village. He says, don't go into the village, right? Yes. Okay. All right. What did Jesus do when he got to the other side of the lake, Yanni? He healed a blind man. Well, he he healed the blind man. Blind okay. Man. Is there anything you notice about the people who are on the other side of the lake, Derek? It's almost the same question. They're based, they're people. Okay. The man could not see. People I mean, often <laughs> ignore others that don't see things the same way they do. Consider them spiritually blind. Okay. All right. Okay. At least four times, Mark points out that Jesus crosses over to the other side. Why do you think Mark spends time mentioning that Jesus goes to the other side. Why do you think believe, he spent so much time? At, at the start of the lesson, hearing going to the other side, I believe it was something like going over uh, to a new place, a new world, perhaps a new perspective in life. Mm -hmm. to help those in need who are, say, different. Okay. All right. Okay, what do you think, Yanni? I think that they all have um someone who's sick and then or someone that needs to be healed okay are they outcast and no one's paying them any attention yes they're all outcasts okay so in summary what does jesus do when he gets to the other side Derek? he heals a blind man Okay. Okay. What else, Yanni? What else did he do? He heals. He tells them not to go to the marketplace. Okay. Didn't he also not to go to a specific place? Didn't he also raise up a girl that was dead? Yes. Didn't he also deliver the man that had all the demons in him? Yes. Right. So he, he did many things. He did many, many things. things. Huh? He did many great things. Okay, great things. Awesome things. 
Okay, so Mark's gospel is all about how often considered, how those often considered outsiders are invited in and those who are considered insiders just don't get it, right? Did, did I say that right? Okay, yeah, that's what it says there. And so some people are overlooked by others just because they they don't have anything in common with them or there's a difference or are they sick or they need something. Okay, so Mark seems to intentionally point out that Jesus' movement is toward those who are often overlooked right he was out with the with the changer money changers uh the people that were considered unclean the people that needed healing the leper uh so he was always in the area where the people who were forgotten by the religious council and the religious rulers okay and so okay. to use language at a little bit more common for us in this day, the outside, right? They are on the outside. They're outsiders. They're outside of the norm of what sometimes people think about, okay? All right, okay. so who are some groups of people um, who you think are often looked, often looked by uh, religious as those who are on the outside? What people do you think? And that's a question for anyone to answer. Mm. Thieves. Thieves. Okay, robbers, bandits. Anything else? Okay, so how do you think people who are the other side okay the other side uh oh I, I should have said other side I said outsiders the other side okay sorry about that the other side um how do you think people who are on the other side often are made to feel by religious people Yanni so we're talking about poor people people of different races and handicapped so how do you think what do you think, Yanni? For some people, they're viewed different. Okay. But how many of you know, by God, when he looks upon man, he views all men from the same level of importance? How many of you know that? I do. I do. Okay. So so we're talking about uh, the excluded, right? Uh, unnoticed, uncared for, uh, treated harshly. You remember when we went to San Diego that year and we stayed downtown? Yes. And we walked around and we saw all the homeless people. You guys remember that? 
Yes. Okay. So why do you think it is it is after all this time that here that there that here are still people are there that should be there there are still people and many groups of people who are treated with prejudice why do you think that is Hmm. Probably because they're different. Right? They seem to be different than others. And that's on appearance alone. Right? But you have to engage yeah. others and talk with others and learn about them. All right? In order to take what we've studied and apply it to our living lives in our practice, we must consider what it means for us today. Let us, let's look over this real quick, General. So are there some people in your life that might qualify as being someone on the other side? Do you know of anyone? someone they disagree with or politically ideology or a certain group at school? Yes. Okay. All right. I... So what would it mean for you to cross over to the other side in order to reach someone like this person. So what do you think? Is it by sharing the good news of Jesus? Is it engaging with them in conversation? Hmm. Right? So you could risk embarrassment, raising some eyebrows. You might even be rejected, right? So what would it mean for you to cross over to the other side in order to reach someone like this, right? You, you might, someone says, man, why are you doing that? Why are you over there with them? Right? So I know you can't heal like Jesus did, but who's to say you can't? If the gift of healing is in your hand, you can heal. If God says, go lay hands on a person and, and declare them healed, that means God is behind it. I, and I know what they're saying. I know you can't heal like Jesus. But what are some ways you can accomplish the same purpose in your own ministry? Okay, so we have the power of healing. Right, but what else can we do? We can help others feel important and show them that God sees them as an important person, right? Correct. Right? We can show them compassion. We can show kindness, generosity, right? Give them attention in the area, just to acknowledge that they are a important person and that God made them right? Actively listening 
to an individual to show that they're valuable, right? And that's all most people want to know. They want to know that they are valued and that God, God created them. He created all of us unique, and he has a tasking for us to do. First, acknowledging Jesus as Lord, and there's tasking their things to empower us. So on the other side doesn't mean it's a bad thing because Jesus went on the other side. And that's where we saw miracles. That's where we saw uh, uh, deliverance from demonic oppression. That's where we saw a girl raised from the dead. That's where we saw blinded eyes open. Right? And the lady with the issue of blood. Boom. Right? She was healed. So we live in a world that is very polarized, right? People uh, separate according to race. People separate if you have a handicap or whatever. We all have things that make us unique or make us different. Doesn't mean that we're not any more or any less important than other people or the status quo, okay? I want you guys to remember that. Always show compassion. Always listen. And and I think like this weekend, uh, Derek had, has a friend that uh, uh, needed some uh, a compassionate ear, right? And, and Derek and I prayed for him, right? And, and, and he gave them some encouraging word. He showed kindness, right? And that's what God is looking for, right? And so rarely is crossing over to the other side viewed as a virtue from society standpoint, but in God's eyes, it's a place of excellence. It's a place of service. And it's a place where he will empower you to reach out to others. And so they can be saved, so they can be delivered, so they can experience the power of God, just like similar to the things that Jesus did. All right? All right. So think about it. You're important because when you get teaching like this, and then you pray, and then you go to school, you share your background, you share who you are, and then there might be one person that doesn't feel special, and you share with them, you're special. You know, you know how I know you're special? Because you're breathing. God breathed the breath of life in you. You are unique. You are important because God chose that you would live and that you are uh, uh, my friend or you are associated with me. You're blessed and I'm blessed to know you and you're blessed to know me. And that's how God wants it. He wants us to reach out to others and not be afraid of the status quo and well, why are you talking with those people? It doesn't matter. Okay. All right. So let's pray that we can make a connection with a person, right? And says with that person, right? But uh, just make a connection with a person. You know, they might be going through a choice and a decision. Some kids, you know, they create 
commit suicide. Some kids turn to drugs, drinking, gangs. But how many of you know everything you need is in God? Everything that you need, God has it. Love, you, you need a friend, all those things. And so let's pray. And we're going to ask God to reveal to our group and who we are and those that are listening, what's your tasking for you to go to the other side, right? And, and what is it? What opportunities and how does God want to use you to manifest himself in, in, um, on the other side? Father, we thank you and we praise you for this time. Bless the ears that hear this great lesson concerning your word. Touch the students, Lord God, that you've called me to, Lord God, the, the names of students that I don't know, but you know them by the spirit. Hallelujah. Touch Derek and Iyani as, as we are planting good seeds within them from your Holy Spirit. Give them cor courageous uh, outcomes and that they trust in you and not be afraid uh, because of their skin color or because they are unique or different. You have called us to be unique and different within the land. You have called us, Lord God, into a, a place to impact the environment, to share good news and to encourage those that are, have need to lay hands on the sick. Hallelujah. To raise up those that are dead. You called us to those places, Lord God. And, and, and we just thank you for the lesson. We thank you for today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you, Father. Amen. 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 This was this was a great lesson on today. Let me tell you, it, it definitely um, is a great lesson. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you on today. And this is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. You with Derek Fletcher and Iyani Fletcher. Amen. Glory to God. All right. This was, I mean, this was an awesome lesson. Bless you.